0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 192. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi Grace, how you doing? doing great Good. it's
1: stormy and cold here how about up those parts
0: exactly the same yeah it's uh, yeah
1: well i knew it was cold since the election day
0: but... <laughs> yeah i don't even want to talk about that yeah
1: how did, i mean you just gotta wonder and this is not really our topic for the day but how the heck did that happen
0: eastern canada Um, Most of his seats are in Quebec. And uh, the popular vote was actually uh, 8% higher for the Progressive Conservatives and uh, Andrew Shear's party than it was for the Liberals. But uh, there is some prejudice the way our elections are calculated. And uh, even before the polls closed here, like 5 o'clock, Uh, They already were predicting that Trudeau was was in as the government again. So the polls didn't even close here and we knew that we were screwed. Didn't matter what we voted and it was pretty clear that I think only one or two liberal seats happened in the West at all. So, yeah, the West is is talking separation now.
1: Yeah, well, and, and I can see why
0: because this is really ridiculous. I also
1: think it speaks to why in America we have the impeachment
0: yeah, situation exactly. going on
1: because incumbents tend to win. Yeah. Even when they're not that great, they tend to win. So these Congress people have basically decided Trump's going to win if he's in that election. Right. The only pr- hope they have is to impeach him
0: you hit the nail on the head there, yeah. You know,
1: I, I... and there's also a f- inklings today that he really pissed off the deep state. And the deep state is so in, wrapped up inside of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, that a lot of this is a retaliation, this whole Ukrainian phone call deal. I mean, how, how can you even argue about something that's already been put out
0: there? Right.
1: And yeah. our topic for the day is, is George Soros, okay? And, and we're going to do about a three-part series because you know, listeners out there, we have got to be aware of what's going on And several of these people that have testified in the impeachment hearings that were part of Trump's own White House.
0: Right. Have
1: been tied to Soros.
0: Interesting.
1: Soros, a foreign-born Hungarian-American Jewish man, has found his way into American politics in such a way that is absolutely mind-boggling to me. Now, the other day, I started questioning. I, I knew George Soros was old, but I really didn't know how old. He's 89 years old. Whoa! How can he be keeping up with all this stuff that has been attributed to him?
0: Yeah, good question.
1: Well, you know he's got the money. Um, the money he has right now is $32 billion. Is that all? Yeah. yeah, now that doesn't count what his kids have, that doesn't have count what he's used to influence all, all sorts of things. N- I mean, it's not all. just politics, It's it's just so far beyond what you could imagine. And he has earned this money by hedging, hedge funds. Right. He also earned a great deal of it by basically hedging or betting. (laughs) I I think sometimes we use hedging when it's really not much more than betting (laughs) against his home country. Now, I, I have heard rumors that they don't even want him to come back to Hungary. Right. That he's been banned, okay? I've heard that Sweden doesn't want him around.
0: Right. There's a few countries that have banned him from entering.
1: So, uh, you know, he's, he's bad stuff. But how bad can an 89-year-old guy be?
0: Right. He's got to have a lot of support underneath him
1: exactly and that's what we're gonna talk a little bit about today okay as um, we're gonna talk about um, of course George but his children and what they're up to now uh, Paul Soros is his um, brother I do want to mention that Paul Soros is married to Adam Schiff Shifty Schiff uh, that's running the impeachment hearings Paul Soros is married to Adam's sister it's a small, small world, and there's a lot of inbred people here.
0: Yeah.
1: So, anyway, he has, George Soros has five children. That's what should concern us most, okay? Okay. It's possibly the two younger ones that are the most
0: worrisome. Interesting. So, we're going to kind of
1: start with them. Um George was married to Annalise Witschok from 1960 to 1983, Susan Weber from 1983 to 2005, and he married Tomiko Bolton in 2013. The children he shares with Susan Weber are his younger children. That is Alexander, who's about 35-ish. And Gregory, who's about 33-ish. Okay. Gregory is probably finishing up his PhD. I, I can't tell whether he's finished it or he's about to finish it. So he has not become terribly active. But Alexander finished his PhD in history at Berkeley last year. All right. Since then, he's been doing some hobnobbing okay okay with democrats um i have in my possession at least can show three times since summer that he has met with um schumer wow okay the senate minority leader chuck schumer there's at least a couple of times Alexander has met with um, Nancy Pelosi. Whoa. And, and and I'm taking photographs here. Cory Booker, Barack Obama, um, Hillary Clinton, of course. George Soros was tied to the Clintons very early on. Um, In fact, a couple of George's kids worked on Bill's second run for president. Okay. So that's his older kids, which we will talk about later. Mm -hmm. But um, Hillary probably, it looks like, got more money from George Soros than any other donor ever. So he's deeply impaired with the Clintons and probably would make anything happen for them that he needed to. Right. Okay, so um, just to catch everybody up, he has five children total. Um, So question, mm -hmm.
0: wouldn't that be meddling in the U.S. election, not being a citizen?
1: Well, but he did gain, at some point, dual citizenship.
0: Oh. <laughs> so you're right. You're right. Okay.
1: Uh, my guess is, but I don't know it, that it was before that election. But there's always a little caveat, and they know how to get around rules, right? Right. He has a um, society, okay? It's called a philanthropic society, but when it is so political, I question using that word, philanthropy, right. in connection with something so political. It's the Open Society Foundation. And it's pretty much what he does his dirty work in. Okay. Okay? Now, Alexander um, is most involved with this Open Society Okay, these, these people are very much globalists. They want the world to be open. For example, you fly wherever you want. You don't go through customs. You don't, you know, show your ID. You can go vote any place you want. If you wake up tomorrow morning, you go, gee, I think I want to vote in France. And then you just get yourself on a plane, no ID I can go. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> wow.
1: Now, historically, in ancient societies, they learned very quickly that it doesn't work. Right. But we have this new kind of people out there, and and the progressives, the, the I I and I'm, I'm going to call them progressive liberals because I know you guys have progressive conservatives and, and they're really way far apart in, in their overall thoughts. So let's just say progressive liberals. Okay. Even though we don't make that distinction in the U.S., we might learn to. They think a different way. They think that history is no indication of the future, which is so bizarre for me. I think it is so bizarre for conservatives to think about nothing we know about culture, you know, sociology, history, should impact our vision of this utopian future where, people just love each other and they just pass beyond society to society. Right. It seems childish and naive to me, but you got some big players with big money and lots of influence that are beginning to believe this. They're not beginning. They're already there.
0: Right. Yeah, tell me about it. We're in that.
1: my fear is that George Soros... Dies tomorrow. I'm not wishing him dead. Okay, let's not get somebody saying that. Uh,
0: no comment.
1: And and he has he's got these children that he has groomed, and they they adore their father. You know, yes, he's had three wives. But he stayed married to him, so he didn't leave when the kids were two. He stuck around for a while. He was married to, you know, the first two wives for a minimum of twenty years each. You know. Um, So these kids are very much groomed. His older children have taken over the hedge business. These younger kids, especially Alexander, seems to be taking on this influence.
0: Okay. I believe he met with Trudeau even.
1: See, I know. This definitely goes back to Canada. I know. In fact, his influence is in the UK, very strong.
0: Right, I know he met with one of Soros' sons, but I'm not sure which one offhand.
1: Yeah, see, he funds Antifa. Right. He funds emigration from the South.
0: Funding Antifa should be considered a terrorist or um, act. A terrorist act, I
1: agree, I agree. And why is Soros so untouchable?
0: Money 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 money
1: you would think that we would eventually rise above that
0: you'd think yeah
1: this summer Gregory spent his time in the Hamptons basically building relationships you know I've got pictures of him with Alec Baldwin uh, Chelsea Clinton um, George Clooney Richard Branson
0: Robert De Niro It goes on,
1: and on. Um I you know there might be one out there. I don't have a <laughs> Cory Booker.
0: Everybody um, that's been vocal on Twitter, right?
1: Yeah, um Megan Markle, the new princess.
0: Oh boy.
1: Um, so he definitely has not. He's already been a, been awarded an award, which, you know, I don't know by the open society that his father started. So if your father starts an organization and you get a big award from it, then I don't know. I don't know if it's real meaningful, but it is. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's sort of meaningful, but you know, it isn't. You know, is you know. I also don't see anything about George Soros' health. And his mental capacity. In fact, I'm not so sure that the things he's been credited for in the last year or so are not something we attribute to his name, but are really done by his children or this open society that he's built up. Right. I, I mean, it's certainly his legacy. It's certainly his dream. Um, he is. It is said that he was. He's a Holocaust survivor. And that he is a supportive Jew. I mean, as a Jew, I'm I'm sort of irked by that. Um, so I don't see it. Right. Maybe I don't want to. But these five kids are going to keep things going.
0: That's a scary thought.
1: And, And these two of these children are very young and very well. Um. They, they, they've hooked up with the right people. Hmm. I mean, to, and, and you got to wonder, what's the plan? You know, are they going to really put Hillary out there again? Because I think George Soros is one of the people that put Hillary out there in the first place.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I could definitely see that. Financially,
1: because, you know, she spent way more money than Trump did. Right,
0: right. Wonder what the Rockefellers and are saying. I don't
1: think she's going to get back in. I don't know because um, I don't know. What you know they're right going to be in? a little assaulted by this. You know I don't know because the Rockefellers have sort of been a little apolitical for the last I don't know a couple of decades or something. Oh
0: yeah, oh, you know? yeah. They've um, uh, they've been meddling in the Canadian election through uh, a nonprofit that they fund. Um, What's it called learn now? Right, so they supported over I think closely supported 16 candidates that were all non-progressive conservative and 29 other districts as well, so they did door knocking and robocalls and well-funded commercials, etc Yeah, so the Rockefellers have been uh, an enemy of Canada for a while Uh, There's a documentary that you should check out. Uh, It's on YouTube, so you can see it. It's only about uh, 35 minutes or something like that. It's called Over the Barrel, or Over a Barrel, I should say. Um, Wow. It explains how the Rockefellers have uh, been influencing uh, Canada for some years now funding that influence. that
1: is very interesting. And I, I'm glad you told that story because my um iPad grab all my notes was uh, not coming up in this storm. So I'm glad you did that. I was <laughs> I was kind of trying to wing it there. So that was a great story to fill in. Okay, I've got um, some more information on Soros just for a little background because we've heard of Soros like so for a long time. We know he has an influence uh, most of the people that listen to our, our broadcast know that it's very negative influence. It's it's counterintuitive to a conservative train of thought right. or idealism. But um, he was born in 19, uh, I believe it's 39. Um, Soros um, survived the Nazi op- occupation of Hungary. I do not believe... That he was ever held in a concentration camp his family had false identity um, documents okay and were helped by others so there is no report um, after the war he left Budapest uh, to attend uh, the London School of Economics where he had to pay his own way. he was from a poor family so he worked part-time as a railway porter and a nightclub waiter to fund his son's studies it's good to show you how far this guy's came.
0: Wow!
1: Um, Soros launched his hedge fund in the early 1970s. Okay, it's Quantum Fund is his hedge fund. It was a precursor to his his fortune. Of course, he made um, uh, annual returns of 30% a year. That's just unheard of. Wow. I mean, that's like I would love to put a dollar out there and get thirty, a dollar thirty back in one year.
0: Yeah, no kidding. You?
1: So, wow. um, anyway, on two occasions, he actually created one hundred percent returns within a year. My guess is those years there was a lot of money there. Yeah, because that's wow. when things really changed for him. He reached. He went back to Budapest and created the Central European University. This is a place where they, they talk about, you know, it's critical thinking about the collapse of the Soviet Union because what he has always dreamt about was communism that couldn't collapse and we know throughout history communism collapses.
0: Right. It, it,
1: it you know, it's like Margaret Thatcher said, pretty soon you run out of other people's money to spend.
0: <laughs> pretty much.
1: You know, and uh, anyway, he also subscribes to uh, Karl Popper's teachings. And Karl Popper's teachings are what actually inspired the Soros Foundation. So um, he once gained or earned a billion dollars in a single day. Wow. That was in September of 1992. Uh, that was a billion dollars, but he did it in Britain, Um He is considered and he is nicknamed the man that broke the Bank of England because it actually did break the Bank of England. Okay, he is vilified as a sort of boogeyman um, by, they they say here, conspiracy theorists. This is some entrepreneur.com says by conspiracy theorists. You know, I'm getting tired of that conspiracy (laughs) in front of everything and President Trump. I mean, it's like conspiracy theorists and President Trump are being married together if if you're left of left. You know, they they almost can't say conspiracy theory without saying Trump, in that sense. Right. Um, Many conspiracy theorists, they say, and white nationalists, Perceive Soros as a master manipulator. Well, that's because he is.
0: Yeah, no kidding. There's no conspiracy I mean, where's there. Where's
1: the
0: conspiracy? <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: at the very least, you don't. I mean, after 2008, what was the first thing that George W. Bush shut down? Hedge funds. Right. Okay, he considered not letting them come back because he he considered this to be one of the major downfalls of the economy back in the 2008 crisis. Right. In fact, I believe he thought it was one of the top three. You know, banks weren't funded well, hedge fund guys were hedging bets against things failing and things making it, whatever, and then you had the housing bubble. Right. So, Anyway, there is lots of talk out there. I'm going to insert this right here before we go on, Uh, considering he's being vilified as a sort of boogeyman, that he is the Antichrist. Now, we all know what Christians believe about the Antichrist, that he will be born and... um, basically eventually face off from with um, Jesus you know in the end of days as we know them okay I I am not a an expert on
0: that train of thought (laughs) no it's a conspiracy but there
1: are a growing number of people (laughs) that sort of believe that it's him or one of his children I say he's too old he hasn't done it yeah it is at 89 he's probably not the Antichrist okay what if his children maybe I mean he fits a lot of the biblical identifiers like that he's Jewish He was born overseas I don't know you know there's a lot there I believe the other day really Rudy, Rudy Giuliani even called him the Antichrist <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So I miss that uh, one.
1: yeah. So I don't know. You know, I don't know what you think about that, but um, I, I'm skeptical about that. Um, I'm I'm a little skeptical about it all the way around. But you know what? It wouldn't surprise me either.
0: <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me either. He's
1: he's kind of evilish.
0: Oh yeah. He's, he's if like...
1: anything, I think it's it would be one of his kids, not him.
0: He's like a villain in a superhero movie.
1: Exactly. Okay, before the 2016 presidential election, Soros bet that Donald Trump's victory would negatively affect the markets. Now, he's not all right, because that is not at all what happened. Right. The markets love Donald Trump. I mean, even as he's in the midst of this impeachment stuff, as he's basically shut down China. Right. The markets still are in his corner. The economy is still doing well. Better than it's ever better than it's done in my lifetime, and I'm old.
0: <laughs>
1: Completely old,
0: but old. So he was off with that prediction.
1: Off, oh, definitely. He's given away thirty two billion. To funding open society foundations and global initiatives. Wow. That's a lot of jack.
0: That's influencing a lot of elections.
1: Exactly. Um, The one thing we might all remember is in 2018, somebody sent him a pipe bomb. Oh, I forgot about that. But he wasn't home. And he has, of course, a big concrete fence around his property. He wants us to open up the south border, but he's got a big concrete (laughs) wall. He's got a concrete wall, okay?
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He feels pretty safe already. He doesn't uh, need a border. Nope. Wow.
1: So, I really think, you know, Gregory may be up and coming, you know, these rich... Kids that um, have a lot of influence have to stay in school long enough to get their Ph.D. I I think Gregory is still working on that. Alexander got his in 2018. He's been out there in the Hamptons hobnobbing, kissing ass. No, No, I think he
0: wants them to kiss his ass. Right. Much. There's
1: ass kissing going on. Okay.
0: Definitely, there is ass kissing.
1: Which one? <laughs>
0: okay.
1: He is the deputy chair of his father's Open Society Foundation, and one of the World Economic Forum's young global re- global leaders. Okay. okay. Um, he also is um, a board member of the Jewish Funds for Justice Global witness uh,
0: whatever that is
1: yeah yeah so <laughs> well they've always had a presence in the Jewish society even though um, some of the shall I say religious Jews really aren't fond of that right you know the bad that's a really bad thing about being Jewish I mean you are culturally and genetically a Jew. And then there's this religion we call Jew. Why didn't we name it something else?
0: Well, I think we that... We could
1: differentiate.
0: Well, I think the same is with the Catholics. There's those uh, hardcore Catholics, and then there's the ones like I am. I don't rarely go to church.
1: <laughs> right, and, and you're familiar with the doctrine, but... Yeah. You, well, yeah, so... Yeah. So anyway, he graduated from New York University in twenty um, in two thousand nine, and then he got his PhD in history uh, from Berkeley. Okay, um, he has done a essay that has a lot of. Um, Information about um, his thought pattern and this okay. global society. Um, he contributed to it and uh, in the book "God, Faith, and Identity from the Ashes: Reflections of Children and Grandchildren of Holocaust Survivors." I think this is one of those pieces that might be by designed to give you a the ideal of who he wants you to think he is rather right. than who he is
0: kind of like elizabeth warren writing some sort of native american novel exactly
1: or <laughs> a cookbook yeah. and you can just see her with the little feathers <laughs> on <cooking laughs> you know I actually made some gluten-free cornbread the other day, and all I could think about was Elizabeth Warren. It ruined the whole thing for me. And I don't get those bread things very often because I have to have gluten-free. And I thought, damn you. you know, I don't want to think about Elizabeth Warren when I'm eating cornbread.
0: I don't want to think about her anytime. Sorry I brought her up.
1: <laughs> um, he has other writings in the uh, The Guardian, politico, the Miami Herald, the Sun Centennial, and the Forward. I've never heard of the Forward. Um So
0: I've heard of the four letter word.
1: <laughs> You've heard of all the four letter words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four letter word. So, uh this kid is you know he's up and coming. He's also been tied to the Ford Foundation. And um, the National Domestic Workers Alliance. That's where they want people to have a minimum wage of twenty, twenty-five dollars. And you know what? We all would like for everyone to make a lot of money. The fact is, it doesn't work. Businesses start shutting down. They start cutting payrolls. Yeah. They um will go to machines to do work that humans want does did. It doesn't work. What it does is it puts people out of work.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, and, and so, you know, almost everything they're for, I'm against. Right. Because on the surface, a lot of things sound good. It's kind of like all the things that really taste good are fattening. Okay? It's the same way with social services. Of course we have to take care of those that need it. But we don't make needy people on purpose.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, it seems that they want that. They want total socialism. Exactly. And basically they support any party that is slightly socialist, you know?
1: Absolutely, and and really Soros and company, I'm just going to call it, they are more communist than socialist. I mean,
0: they make Bernie Sanders seem capitalist. Well, (laughs) doesn't... uh, I mean, there's a very thin line between socialism and communism. Because at one point, it kind of turns into communism, um, you know, overnight kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess... uh, yeah, this is this is a scary thought, and and nobody's even discussed uh, George Soros's spawn. Um, no,
1: no, and we're we're going to discuss it. Like I said, we're going to uh, discuss it more in depth. Um, we just kind of want to uh, use this episode to expose you to the idea, get you thinking about Soros um, and how much influence this man has, and how. That is just so uncanny for a capitalist republic like the United States of America that one man has snuck behind the scenes and weaved his way in and out of this DC and a little bit of this Hollywood society and has gained so much communistic influence. Right. We talk about Bernie, you put these ideas out there, people grabbed them. Well, Soros has been doing that for years.
0: Yeah.
1: What we didn't understand was how much influence he had gained. And it is very scary. He may not be the Antichrist, but let me tell you, he is on board to ruin the United States as we know it.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree there. Definitely.
1: And we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in it together. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to
0: all of our friends out there. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.